0: section one twenty of the poems of jonathan swift volume one by jonathan swift this librivox recording is in the public domain dean smedley's petition to the duke of grafton it was my lord the dexterous shift of t'other jonathan viz swift but now st patrick's saucy dean with silver verge and surplice clean of oxford or of armond's grace in looser rhyme to beg a place a place he got, ye clept a stall, and eke a thousand pounds withal, And were he less a witty writer, he might as well have got a mitre. Thus I, the Jonathan of Cloffer, in humble lays my thanks to offer, Approach your grace with grateful heart, my thanks and verse both void of art. Content with what your bounty gave, no larger income do I crave, Rejoicing that, in better times, Grafton requires my loyal lines. Proud while my patron is polite, I likewise to the patriot write, Proud that at once I can commend King George's and the Muse's friend, Endeared to Britain and to thee, disjoint Hibernia by the sea, endeared by twice three anxious years, employed in guardian toils and cares, By love, by wisdom and by skill, for he has saved thee gainst thy will. But where shall Smedley make his nest, and lay his wandering head to rest? Where shall he find a decent house, To treat his friends and cheer his spouse? O oh, tack, my lord, some pretty cure In wholesome soil and ether pure? The garden stored with artless flowers In either angle shady bowers, No gay parterre with costly green Within the ambient hedge be seen? Let nature freely take her course, Nor fear from me ungrateful force. No shears shall check her sprouting vigour, Nor shape the yews to antic figure. A limpid brook shall trout supply, In May to take the mimic fly, Round a small orchard may it run, Whose apples redden to the sun. Let all be snug and warm and neat, For 50 turned a safe retreat, A little Euston may it be, Euston I'll carve on every tree. But then to keep it in repair, my lord, twice fifty pounds a year, Will barely do but if your grace could make them hundreds charming place. Though then wouldst show another face, cloffer far north, my lord, it lies, midst snowy hills, inclement skies. One shivers with the arctic wind, one hears the polar axis grind. Good John, indeed, with beef and claret, Makes the place warm that one may bear it. He has a purse to keep a table, and eke a soul as hospitable. My heart is good, but assets fail, to fight with storms of snow and hail. Besides, the country's thin of people, who seldom meet but at the steeple. The strapping dean that's gone to down, near named the thing without a frown. When much fatigued with sermon study, he felt his brain grow dull and muddy. No fit companion could be found to push the lazy bottle round sure then for want of better folks to pledge his clerk was orthodox ah how unlike to gerard street where bows and bells in parties meet where gilded chairs and coaches throng and jostle as they troll along where tea and coffee hourly flow and gapseed does in plenty grow and grizz no clock more certain cries exact at seven hot mutton pies there lady luna in her sphere once shone when pontsforth was not near but now she wanes and as tis said keeps sober hours and goes to bed there but tis endless to write down all the amusements of the town and spouse will think herself quite undone to trudge to connor from sweet london and care we must our wives to please or else we shall be ill at ease you see my lord what tis i lack tis only some convenient tack Some parsonage house with garden sweet, To be my late, my last retreat. A decent church, close by its side, There preaching, praying to reside, And as my time securely rolls, To save my own and other souls. The Duke's Answer by Dr. Swift Dear Smet, I read thy brilliant lines, Where wit in all its glory shines, Where compliments with all their pride Are by their numbers dignified. I hope to make you yet as clean As that same viz St. Patrick's dean. I'll give thee supplies, verge, and stall, And maybe something else withal. And were you not so good a writer, I should present you with a mitre. Write worse, then, if you can, be wise, Believe me, 'tis the way to rise. Talk not of making of thy nest, and never lay thy head to rest. That head so well with wisdom fraught, that writes without the toil of thought. While others rack their busy brains, you are not in the least at pains. Down to your deanery now repair, and build a castle in the air. I'm sure a man of your fine sense can do it with a small expense. There your dear spouse and you together may breathe your bellies full of ether, When Lady Luna is your neighbor, she'll help your wife when she's in labor. Well skilled in midwife artifices, for she herself oft falls in pieces. There you shall see a rarey show, will make you scorn this world below. When you behold the milky way, as white as snow, as bright as day, the glittering constellations roll about the grinding arctic pole, the lovely tingling in your ears wrought by the music of the spheres your spouse shall then no longer hector you need not fear a curtain lecture nor shall she think that she is undone for quitting her beloved london when she's exalted in the skies she'll never think of mutton-pies when you're advanced above dean viz you'll never think of goody grizz but ever ever live at ease and strive and strive your wife to please in her you'll center all your joys, and get ten thousand girls and boys. Ten thousand girls and boys you'll get, and they like stars shall rise and set. While you and spouse transformed shall soon be a new sun and a new moon. Nor shall you strive your horns to hide, for then your horns shall be your pride. End of section 120.